Hey guys, Brian Pierce from Seat Time here. I just wanted to say thanks for tuning in and not unsubscribing from the podcast feed. So this is some of the special stuff that I was telling you guys that we would be coming up with. We were at the Rev Limiter Extreme Enduro this past weekend in Decatur, Texas, and I did some interviews with some of the riders that were there. So you guys get a special feed of interviews that won't show up anywhere else except for in this podcast feed. So thank you for not unsubscribing and for being a supporter of Seat Time. If you guys would want to support Seat Time in any financial way, of course, we are going to start a Patreon channel. So you can go to patreon.com slash seat time, and it's just a way for you guys to uh, want to become a patron of some of the content that we put out. Uh, there are other ways we'll, we'll, we will be putting up a support seat time page on the website as we're kind of bringing it back together because of the hackers that took it over. So just if you want to do that, awesome. If not, just enjoy the content, and thanks for being a fan of seat time. So we'll see you at the races. Peace. All right, we're here with JoJo Tool. Got a chance to come down to the first annual Rev Limiter Extreme Enduro here in Texas. So far, thoughts on the journey and the day? Well, the journey down here was pretty fun. It was interesting. Uh, first, I thought it was just me and my dad, and then buddy wanted to come along. So we get that started. Then other families come along. So we got the whole family here, down here at the Rev Limiter. And uh, today, started out and drawing the numbers and I picked number one and so I started the very first annual Revlimiter. Started out a little bit of nerves I heard from that. Oh yeah, lots and lots and lots of nerves. It was I was super scared. Being a sixteen year old starting a hardened arrow that was that was scary. You're like, it's the number one. I don't have a target on my back. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But I was happy that I, I could I didn't have no one in front of me to hold me back and I, t today the goal was to just ride smooth, don't charge really hard, make no mistakes, and just just try to get a good place up front, and maybe not be the first out there tomorrow, but up there. Yeah, just you know, you did, you've done really well at the TKO. You've got a chance next year. You're going to be moving straight to Sunday. You've qualified as a pro for next year. That so obviously people are noticing that you're doing a good job. Um, none of us really know what to expect here at the Revlimiter. So as the weekend goes, we're going to kind of find out out. So far, though, from what you rode, what did you think of what they laid out uh, for the hot lap that you did to get your placement for start for tomorrow? It was really fun. It was, it was, it was, it wasn't as relentless as the TKO was. TKO would beat you to death the entire lap. This you have more really hard stuff, and then you have like a field section or a nice little straightaway, and. But it, there was more hard stuff, I think, here today, more technical, slow, really pick your lines out more carefully than just hit the gas and plow on through. So, Awesome. Well, dude, good luck tomorrow, and we're going to probably wind up talking with you again after you get done. All right. Thanks, man. Wow! Sean O'Leary is going to tell us about his tug and pull here at the Rev Limiter Extreme Enduro. Go ahead. Tell us about your tug and pull. It took like five guys. It was a big job. That's a, that's that's a, a lot big of work job. Took and pull yeah, all of that. <laughs> they tagged. They tagged off. You know. So that's about it. They high fived it out. I'll, I'll, I'll tug and pull mine. Uh, you know, I'll help you tug and pull yours tomorrow if you'll help me tug and pull mine. Deal. Deal. <laughs> We're gonna make it work. Deal. Yeah, I'm gonna bring some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I looked at something I at, to I help with that. You're gonna bring something. something. It's like I, I'm sure there's a pill. Something. You know, yeah. something that we can handle with that. All right. Well, did you have fun today at the Revlimiter Extreme Enduro? Oh, yeah, for sure. Riding dirt bikes is cool? All the time. It was a blast. I like for it. For sure. And what's your name again? 
Lance Haley. And you think Austin's weird, but not weird enough anymore? No, it's good. All right, do you ride dirt bikes? I do. How was it today? It was slippery. <laughs> the right kind of slippery or the wrong kind of slippery? It'd have been good if it were a little more friction. <laughs> Perfect. All right, thanks, guys. We're talking with Will Presson, and he had some really good comments about the uh, the course out there after his unfortunate one lap in the hour and a half, which took two hours, but it looked gnarly. Tell us what you were just saying. Well, I I need a brain. I need some forearms, uh, maybe something else that, that shouldn't be spoken about right now. Uh, a new set of things? A new set of things would be nice. <laughs> Could I borrow some from somebody? Um, but... When Quinn Winsnell that's his name, lapped me on a hill called Oh Shit, I was literally standing at the top of it thinking I'm not going down that hill. And he just jumped halfway down it. Somehow I got the brakes locked up on a insane off-camber hill and went about his business. I walked my bike through the same area he did and eventually made it. But, uh, man... That was awesome. How's the mud out there? Obviously, we've gotten a little bit more rain than we were hoping for. The hills, the rocks, the um, even the fields, some of the creeks, super fun, super gnarly. Stuff I see in Tennessee all the time. The mud takes it to a different level. It's so sticky. It's so goopy. It, you, you can't ride in a straight line on a straight road. So you're constantly trying to find grass, stay out of the trail. And you can feel, I bet my bike weighs 300 pounds right now. So that's why you need a new set, just so you can keep lifting that thing up the, yeah. up the, uh, up the hills. I helped a lot of people, but I, I feel like I was a, applying about 10 pounds of help. <laughs> All right, so if they, uh, we have no idea right now what's going to come. You know, they may do more, they may not. <laughs> they may just call it. Well, what do you think? If they say do more, are you going to do more? They're going to call it? I have absolutely no idea. Do I look like a promoter to you? <laughs> no, no. If... That would be Thank God. Um, I think I'm in 18th. I think I can move up. I'm going to take some Advil, drink some coconut water, and I'm ready. Awesome. Have fun out there. All right. Thanks, Brian. So Drew, another one of our friends from the Tennessee knockout that we've made great friends with, luckily enough, we were able to drag them to Texas for the rev limiter. He uh, got a chance to meet uh, Brian Story, a, a local Texas legend all out there on the hills. Yeah, so I came up to, I think it's Grandma's house, and... Uh, there's three bikes laid down, and I see Hunter Nurworth. I think he's a uh, local guy. And uh, Brian Story and three other guys were trying to get him up this grandma's house. And they said, man, there's no way you can make it without help. And so I was the last one at the party. So I kind of walk up there, and I said, guys, are, are y'all going to help me? And they were like, there'll be more people coming. And uh, so those three guys actually left Brian there to get up by himself. Uh, Hunter and Ian, and I don't know who the other guy was. But Story, uh, he made it up by himself. He made his own alternate line. I might have taken it. They said it was okay, see, he did it. But uh, good times. Uh, speaking of the, the tag teaming, you know, finding a partner out there, were you able to man up with anybody out there on the trail? Anyone that would help me was my friend. But uh, actually, JoJo Tool, he's a... I think like a 16-year-old from Arkansas. We teamed up quite a bit. He's a good trials kid. I met him at the TKO, and uh, he helped a lot of people just purely to get them out of his way so he could get up stuff. But, yeah, the two of us teamed up on a few hills. Awesome. So uh, ready for some more? Absolutely. Let's do it. Dig it. Thanks, man. And it's raining more now as we speak. Yeah, it's coming in. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Brian Story, local 
Texas hero on a motorcycle is out here giving it his all at the Rev Limer Extreme Enduro. How did it go out there, Mr. Man? It, it was uh, it was a ton of fun for about the first half. Bottleneck city, sucking exhaust fumes, burning eyes in the bottlenecks. Um, but uh, anyway, it was good old-fashioned gnarly fun and uh, just motored my way from 22nd to uh, all the way up to seventh at one point and I think I only had to hook my bike three times by the time I got to, <laughs> to at that point and it only had to have another rider help me twice and then the very last super gnarly one grandma's house um, helped out some guys and and uh, anyway apparently they felt like they'd helped enough other people and left me and and had to had to hook my bike three times on the way up that one but uh, anyway Old man, six days, you know, not too bad from 22nd to 9th. Um, well, you look, you're already in your skibbies right now for all those listening. He's uh, sitting here super sexy. Um, I take it that means that there is not a round two for you. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm not getting any smarter. Um, that's how I got to be in my mid-40s, and I'm still <laughs> still at places like this. But uh, um, Anyway, no, I'm I'm doing round two. Um, I'm changing, trying to change out of wet stuff and get into dry stuff. I got super cold once, once we got out of the heat of the battle. It, you know, it's uh, obviously it's nasty and wet and rainy and cold, and and so I started freezing once my heart rate finally got below about 1,800 beats per second. Very very fast. <laughs> very very fast. Well, definitely have fun out there, and we'll be looking for more badassery from the mid 40s uh, t- uh, Texas hero. Awesome, awesome, yeah. So uh, I believe uh, Steve Levan finished too. So I think we got two, and I think Sean O'Leary made it too. I think we got three, three plus forties that uh, that are gonna make it to the next round. So uh, you know, way to go, old farts. Dig it. Thanks, man. Have fun. End of the second race, day two. Mr. Sexiest Alive from Colorado. We got to give some kind of a precursor. Is Mr. Ian Blythe here with us? How was the second race? Well, for me, it was a lot better than the first. It was harder, but uh, uh, my bike was running good, so got was able to to stay up with those guys for a while and uh, help Jordan up the carpet hill or whatever. Yeah, I kept calling that to the left of carpet hill because I was like, we don't know what to call this thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hung in there. I don't know what the final moto is gonna bring. But, uh, yeah, it's gnarly. At least I think it's it's laps, right? Like in the sense it's a shorter lap and it's not really time as much. You're going to do 10 laps, so you can give a little prayer every time you come around. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Have a chicken sandwich every time you come around probably. Chug a beer? <laughs> yeah, that'll be more like it at yeah, that point. Like, that way you're ready to go. It's like, no, I don't need any hydrocodones. I just shotgun 12 beers. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Dad, you're driving home. Well, uh, what's next for you after this? Uh, well, this year I'm doing the Sprint Enduros, and I'm going down to Brazil again. So oh, Awesome, so you get to do Brazil again. Yep, doing that, and I think I got enough on my plate with that. I don't know. I would say that you do, man. Well, awesome. Well, uh, good luck in the final moto, of course, and then we'll probably talk to you again after that. And then have fun this year riding dirt bikes. Thanks, man. Thanks for being you. All right, you're welcome. I don't know if I'll be me after that. Bucky Hill, unfortunately, just a few little seconds, maybe a minute or two, but still, off the cusp. Two minutes. You're on the poor side of the bubble, unfortunately. Not making it to the last race, but you've been out here all weekend racing and dirt bike, having fun. How was it out there? It was awesome. Compared to TKO. 
Now those are some weird words I don't think that too many people would hear together. Awesome compared to TKO. Like that that's saying something because TKO is a nasty, gnarly beast. And we, for some strange reason, enjoy that. But so yeah, kind of like how has it been compared to TKO since that's kind of what a lot on a lot of people's radar? Uh, it's probably one of the funnest races I've done. I hope they make it annual. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's qu not quite as, say, hard as TKO. Because TKO just never gives up on you. You got this, you've got some open sections to kind of calm your arms down. But then the nasty shit compares to it. it, it it's actually gnarly as all get out. Like they use the word extreme correctly. They did, yes. <laughs> Perfect. We were talking with uh, Quinn and Mitch, and they said, if you're going to have the word extreme in there, it better be hard. And I, so do you think that they, they succeeded? Yeah, because of the weather. I think if it were dry, it wouldn't be nearly as extreme. But for sure, yeah, it could, it's an extreme enduro. Dig it. Now, how far did you drive to get here? 16 hours. 16 hours. Was it Wyoming that I heard? Yeah. All right, so do you do a lot of this type of riding up there, or do you just uh, sit on the couch normally? I haven't touched my bike in three months. So this is a great way to get back into it. Yeah. So uh, It'll be another six months now till you touch it again, huh? Yeah, it's middle of winter. We got 10 feet of snow, so. Well, now you just got a bunch of mud to take home from Texas. Exactly. It was, it was fun. All right, well, go get a beer, and we're going to watch the guys go for the third race. All right, thanks, buddy. Peace. Mr. Jordan Ashburn, we appreciate you coming to our fine state of Texas to come check out our, our first Extreme Enduro. And I say our like I'm a part of it. I'm not. I'm out here being a spectator, taking pictures of you badass dudes. So just overall, how was the event? Extremely gnarly. Extremely extreme? <laughs> Very extreme. It's definitely uh, some rev limiters going. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So they stuck true to the name. Yeah, definitely, awesome. for sure. So, awesome. You know, it's just all day was tough. All day you come around every lap in different sections, and you just knew you had to make it, and uh, it's just really gnarly. And, I mean, I don't know, that final event was just brutal. I mean, a lot of places you just had to push along the side of the bluff and stuff and you know just uh, a lot of precise work <laughs> right so obviously this is the first annual they want to keep doing this event they want to keep that going so what was it that brought you a lot of people almost miss some of these first events right you know they're kind of like they want to feel it out so what brought you here and then you know did you make a right decision in that sense oh yeah I definitely feel like I ran a right decision you know it they had a they had a good purse and you know I like doing extreme races and there's not that many in the U.S., so I wasn't going to miss the opportunity to come do one. So, Absolutely, yeah. And it's great, too, that we've got something like this in Texas. You guys have seen me all over the country, like, but I'm always traveling whatever it takes to get there. For you guys, for me to be an hour and a half from my house, thank you for making that so uh, so easy for me. I appreciate that. Um, beta, you know, that's a new thing for you this year, it coming is. into 2017. Um, did you get much time practicing on the bike? Did you get much time getting ready for the race, or was it just coming in hot? I've come in hot, really. I, I came in this week because, uh, you know, the beta shop is out here in Granbury, Texas. So I drove down and uh, picked up a 300 and just kind of did a little bit, a couple of days of, or one day of riding on it and just trying to get it set up. And we come out here and just done what we could with it. So <laughs> Awesome. No, and you look fantastic on it. I think that's new. Uh, been on four strokes for a while. So how was the two stroke? Did you get some uh, two stroke jitters? No, it, yeah, definitely. I just couldn't wait to ride that thing all, all weekend. So, you know, it was fun. I had a blast. And uh, yeah, I'll do it again. All right. Well, good luck at the GNCCs. Good luck at all the events that you take part in. And thank you again for coming to the Rev Limiter and being in our in our awesome home state of Texas. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Mr. Mitch, with the last name that everybody wants to try to pronounce different. 
And I'm going to try, and you're going to correct me. What do you think? Figure it out? Yeah. Mitch Carvalith. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I figured as much. All right. Carvolf. Uh, Carvolf. Got to break it up. Carvolf. I like it. It's just, bad. it's very intimidating. Yeah, it looks bad, but roll smooth. Uh, I like it. It just rolls right off the tongue. It just rolls right off the tongue. I like it. Uh, dude, so thank you for coming to Texas and uh, racing in a, a big old extreme enduro that we had here that the Marks put on. is freaking fantastic. But I want to know about your experience. You know what I mean? Like, thoughts on the event. How the event went, you know, you got second place, doing fantastic, moto scoring, all that kinds of jazz. Um, I had a good time. It was rough. Um, I'm tired. I'm cramping. I'm. It's a long day. Um, the course was good. Uh, rolling up on Friday, I was a little worried. Everything's just all flat fields. It's like, oh shit, like. Um, how extreme is this? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh man, I heard there's going to be grass tracks and stuff, and it's looking this way. But we got here and we walked some s- sections, and it was starting to rain, and we couldn't even stand on some of it. We're like, oh man, riding up this is gonna, it's, might be impossible. So um, it was looking promising on Friday, and uh, it was tough today. Uh, the three moto format is not something I'm used to as far as like an extreme race. It's usually you have the finale, and for me, I don't do too well, like, I'm okay, but I'm not like a woods rider. Um, my off-road history is just out in Arizona, so I'm not used to the woods and the mud and all that stuff, which I felt like the first two loops were. Um, I came in second in both those. The final was more technical, which I ended up first in that one, so I was happy with that, but, I mean, with the second overall for the day, I can't complain. Yeah, and um, you know one of the things I think you know again I I, I know the the marks the promoter or Mark Cock the uh, Cook <laughs> Mark Cock that guy you know the guys that were putting on the race and one of the things that we've always talked about is how much we don't like the way that the Tennessee Knockout has you guys ride all day and then it only comes down to the finale right if you make it in and I think that that was I don't know this again I'm just kind of talking out of my ass because that's what I do you know beer drinking and bench racing is that why they kind of like put the format together so you could. Accure, you know, accrue points throughout the day to figure out where you then finish after all the races. What did you think of that format versus, you know, the idea of, of one race to win all after a day of riding? Uh, yeah, that works out. And I liked this format more than the TKO because for me, the TKO, it's confusing. Like, it's five rows. I think they take three riders from each row, and I get screwed on the finish to go to the final most of the time because I'll come in top 15 but my row had three guys come in so I don't make it and there's guys finishing 10 minutes behind me who advance because they're the second or third guy on their row so that format I'm definitely not a fan of but I don't know this this worked out today I was happy with it awesome uh now if we were to try to speculate oh my gosh we didn't have rain right like what would you think that this event would have been like if it hadn't as been as muddy and wet um i don't know i keep trying to think about that because they said they had a couple of early sections out there that they had to cut because it just would have been impossible today with the moisture and i'm I, the stuff I ride back home is dry, so I like the dry stuff. Um, I don't know how well everybody else would have done in it, um, but I think they had more out there that we could have done if the weather was dry. Um, I don't know. 
would have been cool. I would have been happy. <laughs> I mean, I don't ride this mud, so this definitely added another element for me that made it even more extreme, which I guess you can't complain if that's what we're here for. Right. Yeah, it's funny you're talking about being mud in Arizona. Eric Kudla, you know, now living in Ohio, being the off-road manager for AMA, he literally, like, was on the show asking how to ride in the mud because he was like, I don't know how to do this. And I was like, hey, bro, it's easy. I got this. I can tell you all about it because I've been doing it my whole life. Louisiana to Texas, it's shitty and it sucks and you just have to figure it out, right? So uh, what's the plans for tonight? Are you going to come spend the night at my house and snuggle? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I have a hotel room just 20 minutes away, which... I'm not going to lie, that's, that's closer, and I'll probably fall asleep early because that's what I always do. Like, I'd be the chick that you're like, oh, it's going to be a great night, and then, like, start snoring. You're like, well, that went south quickly. Yeah, right? I'm going to go home. <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow, though, so that's fun. Yeah? Uh, either do I. <laughs> I do not have a race planned on a Monday, which is fantastic. Yeah. I like it. We'll do. Obviously, we'll talk. We I've, as always. I'm, I'm so appreciative for you guys to come to our state. I know it's weird, you know that, but finally, hopefully, this could be a thing. You know, I, I know they want to do another one, right? Like I know that they would love this for this to be an annual deal. Um, so thank you for coming to the event and you know having a badass time, and then congrats on finishing second. Thank you. Appreciate it. Boom. Boom. Bye. Later. All right, Quinn. I would like you to pronounce pronounce your name for me, so that that way I can never screw it up again. Quinn Wenzel. Quinn Wenzel. I don't know why it looks so simple, and in reality, it's simple. And for some reason, like I think it's just because you have a really unique first name and a really unique last name, and they go together, and people are like, "Cool, and we're like, "That's not how it is at all." So I just wanted to get it right. All right. We made the time, came down to Texas, which obviously we appreciate as Texans. Not having, We don't have to drive the 16 hours to the TKO. You get to come to Texas. So you made the drive. You came to the event. Talk me through the day. Uh, well, Saturday starting off um, was obviously the hot lap. And uh, I went through the field probably 35 seconds in, sheared a foot peg, clean off, um, rode the seven-mile loop with one foot pretty much. And uh, still made it into the first row, so that was kind of a, I think, really, you know, a necessity to be in that first row because it was bottleneck central out there all day today. So um, started off the first race and uh, started off about third and ended up passing those guys and led a better part of probably half the race. And um, I just got going into lap two, made some silly mistakes and got hung up, and they caught me slowly but surely. Uh, and got around me and um i just held on for third uh pretty disappointed i couldn't bring the win back for that first one but um it is what it is and uh the second race um felt pretty good too just uh got got a third place start and uh got hung up again and one guy passed me and ended up getting fourth in that race which um you know could have been better also but second race was you know pretty pretty gnarly pretty technical and um so i'm you know by this point i'm my energy is pretty well expelled and uh coming into the final there's only four of us so that kind of goes to show you how hard the first two races even were only four guys made it to the final so yeah we're that's a great point the fact that it was so tough so extreme so gnarly that kind of stuff that four guys were in the finale and it's guys that we it's names we've seen you know at the tko you guys are always in the finale there 
give me some comparison factors so people out there can kind of understand. It's like if you have enjoyed the TKO and you want to have that kind of, you know, that ass-kicking good time, uh, you know, talk to me about today so that people can know more about what the the, the, the level of the rev limiter. Um, yeah, the comparisons I'd say between this and TKO, um, I'd say the the track here was more difficult, especially mostly the final. Um, the final at TKO, you know, you can eat pretty well, easily make a lap. It's more so the fatigue that gets you. But here, the fatigue gets you and the technical difficulties get you. And it was just, it was single lines out there. I'd say a quarter of the track, we were pushing our bikes, you know, all the way. And uh, just the rocks here are just the most slippery things. Obviously, you know, you know, it rained <laughs> like the whole weekend. So I haven't seen the sun since Thursday. But right. um, I laugh at that because of the we always say how how the rocks sweat right at the TKO yeah. like it could be dry as a bone but for whatever reason those rocks have algae and water on them right because of the humidity in there and it turns out that with water of course right that's not the case it's not dry out here there's a lot of mud and there's a lot of rain but we actually wound up with a lot of slick slick rocks out here and the clay I would imagine once it got wet was pretty nasty yeah it was very slippery uh, one thing I will say about this place the dirt has way more traction than it does in Tennessee in the rain i'm talking purely as if both events were raining which right. they did both of them did so <laughs> the dirt here was a good theme and i don't know if i'm okay with it yeah so i'm anywhere that i saw dirt I, I got excited but if there's dirt not far under it was a, a slab of slippery rock so a slab was, of dangerous times yeah i mean i don't know how many times i was barely moving and my whole bike slid 10 feet down a hill just from touching a rock so i was there and i heard all kinds of fun expletives (laughs) and it was fantastic so again thank you very much for coming up congratulations on having a successful event bringing home one of them big checks and uh, i guess uh, i don't know when i'll see you next but at least i know i'll be at the tko making sure to get more pictures of you all right yeah sounds good we'll uh, we'll be at all the hard races there is in the u.s so thank you dig it travel safe ian blythe we talked to you before the finale now we're going to talk with you after the finale. I'm not going to lie, you look a little bit dirtier, tad bit more tired, um, but always extreme, which I like that about you. So talk to us about the finale. How tough was it? It was tough. Uh, you know, I can kind of hang with some guys when I'm still on the bike. You know, it can be gnarly, but when I have to start dragging my bike over things, I don't, I don't have the trial skills that these guys have, and it was really uh tough you know for kind of an enduro rider not my first real extreme race so um yeah i didn't have a lot of fun in the last one but i'm glad i made it so that's awesome and and it's interesting to hear that that kind of talk come from you right you're a colorado dude like a lot of people kind of have that i think have that mental aptitude that you colorado boys can ride all the rocks right you can do all the technical nasty gnarly stuff and i know that you're good at that right but it's this this extreme enduro genre right in the past six seven years has so has evolved into a very interesting different beast um good bad how do you feel about it i mean now that because you're great you're going to be racing full gas you're going to be going to brazil again this year which is fantastic you know hopefully you can make more of these but you know what what do you think about this evolution of these extreme enduros uh you can have it man (laughs) I'm, uh, it's not my cup of tea, I don't think. That's all right. That's all right. Well, you just got to put one on in Colorado, and then you can be the promoter, and you can laugh at everybody. Yeah, that's a better idea. Because you have a lot of rocks. Yeah. And elevation. We have protected rocks, though. Not allowed to. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, like you can't ride there. But oh, it's a trail. Yeah, it was. Now it's closed. 
That's unfortunately how it works, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to be back in Colorado for Seat Time Adventures in the back part of July. We'd love it if you'd come out and ride with us so all the guys can come see your skills because we know you have them. Maybe today wasn't the day that showcased it, but that's okay, dude. You look awesome on a bike. Glad you came, and thank you very much. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Bye. See you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. So all of us have put in the time, so we appreciate everybody's... Uh, coming out and making those long drives and and having faith that you know we're actually going to put something on that was going to be worthy i mean obviously the check was worthy so it didn't matter if it was grass tracking right (laughs) (laughs) all right so we appreciate y'all coming out to the first annual rev limiter and we will see y'all next year at the second annual rev limiter that's how it works it's called math math (laughs) it'll only grow from here